So one thing I do is I make sure I'm subscribed to all of the email newsletters that come out from Zapier. I quickly scan them each week. And if I see that there's a partner that's featured, for example, in this case, Calendly, in a blog newsletter, I can quickly forward it off to them and celebrate that marketing moment with them. Welcome to SaaS Connect, the SaaS Partnership Podcast, brought to you by the Cloud Software Association. Thank you, as always, to our podcast producers, content allies. They help B2B companies like you launch revenue-generating podcasts. They'll schedule interviews, produce the podcast, and promote it. Check them out at contentallies.com. So excited to be here. I'm Danielle. I manage a team of platform partner managers at Zapier. Shout out to Brianna and Jono in the front row. If you're not familiar, Zapier is a tool that allows different web applications to send information between each other and help small businesses and other workers using it automate different workflows, save time, and overall be happier at work. That's why Zapier makes you happier. We have a lot of partners here at this event today. It's been so great to meet with folks and see you in person. Today, I'm going to share why I over-celebrate wins. I'm going to share a story of how over-celebrating has unlocked partner value for me. And I'm also going to talk through how I wow partners at scale in an efficient way. So my playbook for celebrating wins is in itself a subsection of my overall playbook for how I do partnerships. And I give celebration its rightful place in my playbook, not because it's fun or it makes me feel good, which it does, but because it creates business outcomes for the companies I'm working for and the companies I'm working with. When I'm celebrating wins with my partners, it's creating engagement, trust, and goodwill in the relationship. And when I have engagement, my partners are going to be sending me opportunities. And opportunities means more chances to win. And then the flywheel continues from there. So my journey with celebrating wins, actually, it's dissimilar from what we last heard from Nick. He gave me some really great advice when we were working together at Zapier about focusing on things that would make my partner want to send a team-wide email celebrating about. I love this piece of advice because of what it symbolized. If a partner was sending a team-wide email, it must mean that our partnership is generating a lot of value. The challenge I had was that in my world of product partnerships, it takes time to develop those really big wins. It often doesn't look so linear like this curve. Of course, we'd want to have really positive momentum in our partnerships, lots of consistent opportunities to celebrate, but it did not always look like that for me. And shortly after I got this advice from Nick, I actually started working on a partnership that had a curve more similar to what this looks like. And that partnership was, had a really high visibility. It was one of Zapier's largest partners. And the project was really closely aligned with our goals for that year. So it was a lot of pressure. And we ultimately ran into a delay that would make us miss the go-to-market date that the partner had set forth not by a few days, not by a few weeks, but by several months. And there was nothing that could be done about it. I felt super powerless and I identified that this was a huge risk for the partnership. This could lose a lot of trust and they might not wanna work with us again and that would be detrimental. We had really strong ambitions for this partner and this first project was not end game. With nothing else to do, I went to work on the relationship, which is what we all do best. And I created intentional moments of celebration, not only at that launch moment, which was now farther away, but leading up to 
as well as after that launch moment. What this looked like was frequent updates for any type of product or go-to-market milestone done in a celebratory tone. I would often add things like screenshots or mock-ups to really show and prove that we were working towards our milestones and build those incentives. It also looked like personalization and acknowledging the go-to-market launch, even though our integration wasn't ready. I sent stickers to the partner with our logos, high-fiving to have a celebratory moment and acknowledge the milestone, even if we weren't quite ready yet. And it also looked like a retroactive meeting after the partnership launch. And that was an opportunity to reflect on everything that we've achieved together, start to share those early results that we were seeing, and also tee up a conversation about what we wanted to do together next. What this did was created moments of positivity and celebration and engagement all throughout that moment of delay. And I knew the partner was wowed by this experience. Not because they told me, but because they showed me through their actions. What we saw from this partner was they later would invite us to speak at their user conference and get in front of a really wide audience about our integration. They also, within that same year, invited us to another product launch, which to me signified that they still really trusted us and wanted to work together in that way, despite our hiccup. And lastly, using all of the great metrics that we were sharing at our retroactive meetings, they compiled that into a partner success story which they shared publicly on their blog, essentially shouting to the rooftops about how much value they were getting out of our partnership. This experience taught me to default to over-celebrating my wins with my partners. But this doesn't come without costs. It takes me time, budget, and deliberate thought to be proactively celebrating my wins with my partners. But over time and cycles of over-celebration, I was able to put together a playbook to help me approach celebrations in a more efficient way. And my playbook has three major themes. The first is to set up systems to catch those wins. Second is to match the cost and effort to the impact of the win. And third is to use workflows to automate those celebrations. I'll go into each of these. For those big wins, I don't really need a system to catch them because I'm actively working on them with my most engaged partners. Things like partnership announcements, a big launch, or hitting a major target. I don't need to catch these because I'm working on them and I know when they're coming and how I want to celebrate them. But with the partners that I'm less engaged with, I'm not working on these things with them, but I still want to keep them warm and ready so that when an opportunity comes up, we'll be able to work together and have that trust already there. So that's why when I turn my attention to those smaller wins. For me, that looks like a partner fixing a bug or adding a feature to their integration. It could also look like uptick after launch. It could even be just a positive piece of feedback from a customer. That's what I set up systems to help myself cash those wins with those partners. And that, for me, looks like notifications, dashboards, and other systems. One of the most robust systems is definitely the Zapier Partner Program that I leverage on a regular basis. What is really important indicators of success on the Zapier platform is the adoption. Are people actually using the integration? as well as, is it a healthy and well-maintained integration, meaning low to no open issues. We use those two measures of success to come up with a tier for each partner so that they know where they stand in with Zapier and their partnership with Zapier at all times, and that we are systematically measuring them and able to reward them and celebrate the different milestones that they're hitting. That's not the only system I rely upon, and I want to share a couple with you that can be set up in just seconds. The first and one of my favorites is setting keyword notifications on my team chat tool, Slack. 
And what I do is go into the notification settings, set up some keywords for the different partners that I'm working with. And then that way, if the marketing team is talking about including a partner in an upcoming ebook, or the product team is thinking about including them in an upcoming launch, or maybe a really good piece of feedback comes by way of the support team. I don't have to go fishing around for that. It's automatically sent to me, and then I can close the loop with the partner and share that one with them. Another thing I do is keep a pulse on Zapier's marketing channels. By way of the nature of our product, our partners get a lot of organic mentions in things like blogs and social media. And I want to keep on top of that so that I can share with the partner when they're getting that exposure. So one thing I do is I make sure I'm subscribed to all of the email newsletters that come out from Zapier. I quickly scan them each week. And if I see that there's a partner that's featured, for example, in this case, Calendly, in a blog newsletter, I can quickly forward it off to them and celebrate that marketing moment with them. So now that I have systems in place to catch and the wins and understand when to celebrate, I turn my intention to how. And that's when I start to think about the costs and my effort. I use this framework to assess how to celebrate a win with a partner. For those really big wins, absolutely a high effort, high cost tactic is gonna be worth it for me to do. But if it's a smaller win, I wanna be spending less time and money. This framework was represented in the Zapier Partner Program as well. Depending on the partner's rank in the program, they're eligible for a number of different marketing data and support-related perks. For example, for a partner that's in the silver tier, they would be eligible for the marketing perk of a social tweet. A tweet is a few characters, and we tweet many times a day, so there's lots of opportunities to reward the partners in the silver tier. And great opportunity for them to get that brand awareness and momentum. As you move up the program in the gold tier, we have a marketing perk to get a dedicated blog post. So that's certainly gonna take more time and effort from the, our marketing teams, but because the partner is putting in so much to achieve different milestones, we're gonna reward them accordingly. I don't only rely on the Zapier Partner Program because I want to be really doing that, going that extra mile to wow my partners. So that's when I look to either spending a little bit more budget or effort to really go that extra mile and layer on some different tactics to wow a partner in a celebration. Here are some examples of my favorite tactics and how I would categorize them across this matrix. So things like swag or gifting, this can be high or low effort depending on the types of systems you have in place. And I'll talk a little bit more about my favorite workflows soon. But definitely my favorite celebration tactic is the tried and true thank you note. I always like to send a note acknowledging the win. And if I want to go the extra mile, I'll sometimes arrange to have this come from an executive or even sometimes a CEO to really show the partner how much we're valuing and appreciating their partnership. That said, I am obsessed with how to get those higher effort tactics into that lower effort quadrant. And I do that using workflows in typical Zapier fashion, of course. My three favorite workflows that I use to help me automate celebrations is snippets, ZapPower forms, and vendors. Snippets are like templates with that automation magic behind them. I know a lot of myself and others, we have templates for things at the top of our funnel activities, things like pitch decks, term sheet agreements, cold email templates, because we're doing that very frequently, but I am also celebrating very frequently. So I also have templates for the activities at the bottom of my funnel. These are things like thank you notes and retroactive meeting templates. Here's an example of how I've taken a template and imported it into a snippet tool 
my tool of choice is Text Expander, but there's a lot of other ones out there. What this does is allow me to set an abbreviation that will then render an entire either sentence or many sentences, many paragraphs. Here's a example of how I close the loop when a partner is featured in a newsletter. I type in e-feature, and then that pulls up a message that says, hey, check it out. We featured your app in our most recent blog post. This makes it just so easy and effortless for me to do, which makes it more likely that I actually will do it and close the loop with the partner and create that intentional moment of celebration. Next workflow is the Zap-powered forms. And again, these are our forms with that automation magic behind them. What I mentioned earlier about arranging for thank you notes to come from more senior executives or even your CEO. These are people who don't have a lot of time and cannot be managing and triaging all different types of requests, especially if you're trying to empower your entire team to have this moment of intentional celebration. So what can be done through Zapier is with a simple type form, let's say, you could ask who's this email going to? What's the body of the email? Does anyone need to be BCC'd or CC'd? And then Zapier will send that over to Gmail or Outlook or other email tool and have it already as a draft in the inbox of the person you would like it to come from. They can go in at their own time, tweak it, send it off, and the partner is none the wiser. Another thing that Zap Powered Forms can enable is sending off different requests for support from other members of your team. So for example, if I need to redeem a perk for a partner through our Zapier Partner Program, what I can do is fill out a form and that will ask me, hey, what partner are you working with? What perk are you looking for? What's the timeline? And that'll automatically create a project or task in that team's project tracker. The last thing that these Zapier forms can do is close the loop and send a notification saying, hey, your request has been submitted. Here's where you can follow it along. And that can be sent over to Slack or Teams. And that, I found that really helpful because I can know exactly where my request is. I don't have to remember what tool that team uses. And I can know exactly where it is so I can go follow up with them and add any more additional contests or ask questions on the request. The last workflow that I love to leverage for celebrating partner wins is vendors and specifically recognition platforms. We heard from Sendoso earlier. I think these are really great time savers to reward partners in a scalable way. This example is with a Chrome extension that allows me to, in just a couple seconds, generate a unique link that I can send to a partner. They can pick the swag item that, of their choice, style where they want it to shift to. That takes all the guesswork off of my plate and that ensures the partner gets exactly what they want. So let's put it all together with a example scenario. I just got an email from my partner, Torti, and they let me know that they just published a help document that teaches users how to use Zapier and their application. That's awesome. It's certainly gonna be great to help customers in their onboarding process, but for me, this isn't a huge win, and I have other priorities right now, so I don't wanna spend too much time celebrating this. What I could do is just say, hey, that's awesome, thanks, looks great. Nothing's wrong with this, this is fine, but with my workflows, I can do a lot better. I'll start off with a snippet, is that with that thank you just to get me started, and then I'll use a Zap-powered form to request a marketing perk for this partner, which in this case I've selected to feature their help document in an upcoming community newsletter. I let them know how much reach they can expect from that marketing moment, and I let them know that I'll send them a copy of that newsletter when it goes live, which creates a future moment of anticipation and celebration as well. And to close it all out, I want to 
asked my counterpart to say, hey, we really appreciated your writer's time and effort, and we'll hope they continue writing about us. Can you please send them this swag link so that they can really just know how much Zapier appreciates their time and effort. So now you have seen my playbook in action. As I close out my talk, I want to take a moment to celebrate you. You are here at SAS Connect. You are networking, you're meeting with partners, you are learning, upskilling, and that means that you're going to have plenty of opportunities for wins. I hope that you take those wins as a chance to try out my playbook or your own version of it based on your own style and your own personal brand. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot, Daniel. Uh, question time. Thank you for the good presentation. Thank you. A very informative. Quick question. You talked about the partner tiers. Did you actually start with the tiers when you guys started the partner program or did you evolve it over a period of time? Yeah, it definitely came out of an evolution of necessity. We have over 4,000 partners in our partner program right now and we want to be giving all of them an opportunity to get rewarded and get perks from us. So over time, as we expanded our program and added more partners to it, we developed that tiering system so that to give a lot of our partners a chance to succeed in a scalable way for Zapier as well. Thank you. You're welcome. Any more questions? Hey, I have a question. Greg from SAP. Maybe this is one that applies only to larger companies like the scale of the SAPs and Zapiers of the world. How do you deal, especially when you're talking about these like swag-involved things that you're sending out at a mass scale, the constant questions that you're getting from both compliance and marketing ahead of time so that you preempt all of this and find a way to explain, yes, I'm sending more swag to partners, or no, that partner's not getting swag and I have justification for it. How do you manage it at scale? I don't have a good solution. Luckily, we don't get too much pushback. I think we've had enough cycles of it. And as well as working with vendors that are trusted and reputable, I think that actually takes a lot of the liability off of our plate. And by leveraging a vendor that has the compliances that you're looking for and not having to do it all yourself, I think that gives us a little bit of distance. Good luck. Hope your partners can get some swag. <laughs> so two very practical questions. First, what's your swag budget per partner and how do you decide that? And the second question, what do you do about international partners? Do you have vendors everywhere around the world that you go to? Mm -hmm. So the first question was budget. And the second question was around international. Answer the international first. This was tricky. And we ran into this in our most recent holidays. We were able to work with, we actually used two vendors. One was just only pure US. And then we had another vendor for the international. It created a little bit more complexity, but it was able to serve our entire base. I'll share with you those, what those vendors were. It was Blueboard for the U.S. That allows the partner to choose their own experience, things like restaurant out, fine dining, or a sports game, different things like that. And then we've used Loop and Tie for the international. Also, a choose your own gift, but that's a physical gift and allows them to pick from like a variety of different merchants. And then when it comes to budget, we set that on an annual basis. So it's something that we include in our annual process. We have a really large partner base, so we typically try to ask for more than what we need. What we make sure to do is reserve enough at least for that end of the year, as well as have a buffer to use for those celebrations throughout the year as well. Thank you for the questions. Any more questions? Hi, Danielle. That was a really yeah. good talk. I'm Jono. I'm on your team. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I'm curious, so this was kind of about like your philosophy on sharing wins externally, yeah. but I'm curious about your philosophy sharing wins internally and how you use it as like a managerial tactic. 
So internally is just as important as externally, especially in partnerships. We're working with so many individuals. I want to make sure my marketing counterparts, my product counterparts, the engineers are all feeling rewarded. So some things that you could do if you're already doing swag for a partner and want to kind of take it the extra mile to do that internal celebration, then you can do is like a swag swap. So asking the partner, hey, we're going to send you some swag. Can we arrange for some in exchange as well? I also think things like the external retros are great, but also having things like internal retros are going to be the really great moments for really authentic celebration with a team. And then when it comes to like managerial style, 100%. So being in a leadership position, I absolutely want to be celebrating with my team on a regular basis. We do internal team retros, retro kind of parties, different like awards and like kind of silly things that are just fun to really celebrate the accomplishment of our team that I find fun and hopefully the team find fun too. If you like this and want more great insights on software partnerships, you've got to rate, like, and subscribe and join us at thecloudsoftwareassociation.com. Thank you as always to our podcast producers, content allies. They help B2B companies like you launch revenue generating podcasts. They'll schedule interviews, produce the podcast and promote it. Check them out at contentallies.com. We'll see you on the next episode.